Welcome to Balancing More Than Just Weights. I'm your host, Sarah Louise Rector. I'm a fitness expert living in sunny California, and I hope this podcast gives you some fitness motivation. I'll be taking you through what goes on in my life to build a brand, how I stay active, how I really live the best balanced life, as well as introducing you to some amazing guests who also have some great careers going on, how they fit fitness into their lives, and just lots of general chit chat. So get yourself ready because here's today's episode. Hello listeners, thank you for tuning in today. As always, you know that I love being educated and when it comes to anything in the health and wellness industry, I just feel like it helps set us up for everyday life. So this is an episode where we're going to learn a lot today and I feel like I'm going to learn so much as well. So I'm right there with you. I am really thrilled to have a special guest with me today. Her name is Monica Eva. She is a double board certified hormone nutritionist. She's actually helped thousands of women release weight, regain energy, their libido, and all of this through the use of holistic hormone balancing and functional testing. So as I've already said, we are going to be learning a lot today and we're going to delve into Monica's lifestyle and how she's got to where she is today. So let me welcome her and join us on today's episode. How are you doing, Monica? Hi, Sarah. I'm doing so great. I'm so happy to be here. Yeah, I'm so thrilled you're here with me because as mentioned, I'm going to learn a lot today. And I think this area of your expertise is not talked about enough. It kind of is, but through like bits and bobs through social media, through everyone who thinks they have a voice. But I really am thrilled to have you with me because you're certified. You've got the the results to show from all the clients that you've uh, trained and worked with. So let's go in. How did you get to where you are today? Amazing. I'm so happy to share this. So actually, it was my own healing journey that brought me where I am today. I have quite the history to share. I'm not going to go into everything, but I'll just give you a brief little breakdown if that's okay. Yes, go go straight in as much as you like. You know, mm-hmm. we love detail. We love back history. We love it all. So don't feel like you've got to hold back. Yeah. So basically, you know, what happened was I was struggling with a ton of different symptoms Things like not being able to lose weight, even though I was like always very health conscious, eating healthy foods, exercising. Like I loved exercise. I was exercising every day. And despite all these efforts, couldn't lose weight. I had no energy. Like it felt like it was so low. I was always exhausted, always having to cancel plans on friends. Um, I didn't really want to be so social because obviously when you don't feel so great, you're like, I just want to stay home and sit on the couch and eat you know, chips or whatever, just hang out, watch some TV and not do anything. And it it actually got to a point in my life where I couldn't get out of bed to go into work. Oh, wow. That's kind of a real big like cling moment, isn't it? Where the light bulb switches on. Yeah, absolutely. And so, you know, I mean, I would go into work, but I was always late. And I felt like it took almost everything in me just to leave. And as soon as I got out of bed, I was just thinking and counting down the hours. Like when I, when can I get home and like rest? Cause I was so tired. I would need naps after work. And I went to all the doctors for, I started off with seeing my general practitioner. So my family doctor first let her know what was going on and you know, she was telling me like, I don't know, Monica, I think you're too young for this to be related to hormones. Like we're not really sure what it is. Let's just run standard blood work. And so I said, okay, no problem. Cause you know, doctors know best you trust them. (laughs) And 
what ended up happening was my blood work came back perfect. She said, there is absolutely nothing wrong with you. So her suggestion was maybe we need to put you on an antidepressant, even though I wasn't depressed. I said, I have nothing to be depressed about. I'm frustrated with what's happening, but I'm not depressed. Like I'm a very happy, bubbly type of person. Anyways, she gave me the prescription anyways. I don't even think I filled it. I'm not, I definitely didn't take it. I was like, this isn't what I need. Like she didn't listen to me at all. Um, Then the other suggestion was maybe we'll get you on birth control because I was also experiencing some PMS and I was talking about like cramping periods. I was really trying to make a case that, hey, I want to go see an endocrinologist. Like I think this might have something to do with hormones, but I'm not quite sure. And so that was the other solution was birth control pill. And I did not really want to do that because that just wasn't something I felt comfortable with for myself. And I ended up being referred to an endocrinologist eventually, who also said to me that there was nothing wrong with me at all. There was nothing wrong with my hormones and all of this stuff. And so I didn't want to take, I was not satisfied with those answers at all. I deep down in my body knew something was not right. And so I said, I'm just going to set out and figure this out on my own. I worked with different naturopaths and holistic health practitioners and certain things improved, but certain things didn't. And so I knew that there was more to the piece, the piece of the puzzle. And I ended up enrolling in holistic nutrition school, more so just out of curiosity and out of interest. And so I'd had no idea that this was going to lead me into the career that I'm in now. And I, I, I remember this day like it was yesterday. I was sitting in this lecture and this instructor, my instructor back then, was listing all these different symptoms. And I resonated with every single one of them. And he basically said, like, this is what happens when you have this dysregulated cortisol. You have this dysregulated HPA axis. And so I started asking all these questions like, well, how do we test for it? And he was saying, like, this is a test that actually doctors don't run because there's no need for them to run it because they don't have a solution for it. And my mind was blown. And I knew right then and there, like, this is what I have. I have dysregulated cortisol. It's starting to affect my thyroid a little bit. My thyroid levels weren't optimal. They, I didn't have a need for medication, but they weren't where they needed to be. So they were definitely slowing down my metabolism. And there was like a whole other bunch of stuff that was going on. So I actually went on and studied advanced hormones. And then that got me into studying advanced gut health. And then here we are now, like fast forward through all of that. I ended up healing my gut, balancing my hormones. I ran functional testing on myself with the help of um, other health practitioners. And I literally just figured it all out. I am literally sat here mind blown (laughs) that first of all, obviously it's that you, it's really sad that you were going through all of that and you'd got these doctors and health professionals telling you that you've got nothing wrong with you or, you know, and then you're finding out that there's actually no solution. So that's why you're not getting the treatment that's needed and all these things. It's And it is really mind-blowing. Now, I don't know if I step out of line when I say this, but there's one thing I have always felt when I moved to America, because obviously mm-hmm. I'm from the UK, is that it's so different over here, the the health world. it's When it comes to doctors and that, it is the first thing that they seem to want to do is 
throw you with a pill, throw you with a, you know, birth control or throw you with an antidepressant. And it's so good that you were strong minded enough and to know that you didn't need those things. But not a lot of people are. And then they get on this like whole tangent, don't they, where they're going down this spiral. And it's hard to say no sometimes because you do always think the professional knows best. So then you've gone through all of that, doing all the, you know, education and stuff. And here you are today. Can I actually ask, what were you doing um, career-wise, if you don't mind me asking, before you were in the world that you're in now? I was actually working in the legal industry. So right before, so two different worlds. Yeah, completely. (laughs) Right before starting um, my holistic hormone coaching practice, I was actually in trademark law. Oh, wow. So really different, a completely different world. So different. And, you know, I'll tell you, like, I I think my previous career also contributed a lot to my dysregulated cortisol. But, you know, you don't really connect the two until you're after you're out of it and you realize, wow, the way I was leading my life before, even though I was eating healthy and exercising, there were a lot of things that I wasn't doing, like managing my stress. Yeah, stress levels. Wow. So important. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so it's just, it's so crazy to think that, you know, eight years ago, that was my life. And now here I am today. And it's so very different. And not only that, you've helped yourself with the struggles that you were going through, but then now you're helping other women as well. So as I introduced you at the beginning, you've helped thousands of women help with like weight loss and energy levels. And, you know, it's, it's not easy. People definitely think as soon as you, you know, you're working out all the time and your diet is good, everything should just absolutely work and be the way it is. But it's not always the case, is it? There's so many parts of the jigsaw that need to be put into play. Like you said, stress levels, you know, sleep is so important. I can tell when my sleep isn't the best and I've never normally struggled with bad sleep, but I have recently and I can tell I'm a little bit on a roller coaster with what's going on with me. So let's talk about your your clientele. Like when you're helping them, where do you start with them? Yeah. So typically with clients, I actually have a free preliminary hormone assessment. And so before anyone ever becomes a client, it's almost like a prerequisite that they take this free preliminary hormone assessment. Because number one, I want to make sure that we're actually barking up the right tree, that I can help them and that it is related to hormones or gut health, right? Because, and the thing is, is when it is related to your gut health, your hormones will be impacted because the two are so closely related to one another, but we want to make sure that that's what it is. And so a lot of the times um, that's where we'll start. We'll kind of take a look at what's going on with their hormone levels, like with dysregulated cortisol. That's really what the screening is for. Um, And then we jump into reducing inflammation in the body. And so, and like I say this where, you know, you don't always have to start with diet. You can definitely start with lifestyle. It really depends on where the, what the person's ready for. But I definitely think that nutrition plays a huge role in our health. And when we reduce inflammation in the body, you cut out foods that are inflammatory for you. And there's like the common foods that are inflammatory for all of us. Things like, like gluten is very common or like processed wheat, refined carbohydrates, of course, sugar, like we don't have and to everything. get rid of it. Yeah, <laughs> like we don't everything. Have, sugar is in everything. Uh, and, yeah. and I'm not talking like fruit or maple syrup or dates. I'm talking like glucose, fructose, like corn yeah. syrup. These are the problematic sugars that are hidden in like all of our favorite treats. And 
You don't have to get rid of it altogether, but we definitely need to reduce it and make sure it's not something that we're consuming every single day. Right. Um, so obviously everybody gets their own personalized plan with you and direction from you. It's not like this is what it is and this is what you're going to get. You work with the person first, you do the free hormone testing assessment, and then you delve deep there and kind of figure out which direction you want to kind of target first. Is that right? Absolutely. So inside of my signature program, the balanced body method, the way that things work is once you come in, we order functional testing for you. So I utilize the Dutch test, which is a very comprehensive uh, hormone test. It measures or rather screens your saliva and dried urine to give us insight into what's happening with your hormones. And so it's very different than blood. Blood gives us like a big picture of what's happening with hormones, but this actually tells us what's happening with your bioavailable hormones. So what's happening with the hormones that are actually available to be used by the body? We also run a GI stool map, which tests for gut imbalances. So gut pathogens, because those play a huge role on your hormones and your overall health. And of course, like whether you can lose weight or not, that's going to impact your metabolism, your energy, your mood, your libido, your skin, all of the things. Um, and then so once those results come in, we customize based on the results. But in the meantime, we get started on cleaning up the diet, cleaning up the lifestyle, making sure that you're digesting foods well, that you're not walking around bloated, making sure you're having healthy bowel movements. You need one at least every single day and you have to feel like you empty out. Otherwise, there's going to be toxins and things circulating in the body that are meant to be excreted, right? So we really do customize everything. And of course, there's certain things that everyone needs to do, like sleep well. But depending on what your struggles are with that, that's where the customized recommendations come into play. Oh, love that. Let's, um, you know, gut health. I take a pre and probiotic. I take the brand Seed, which I'm sure you're familiar yeah. with. It's kind of a, a really popular one. And honestly, I got introduced to it through Instagram many years ago and saw a lot of nutritionists recommended it, etc. So I've been on Seed, that brand, for a number of years. And I feel like it plays a really good part for me. What's your thoughts on that brand or pre and probiotics? Is that kind of where we should go first of all as well for gut health if somebody needs to be taking a, a probiotic? Yeah. So here's the thing. I uh, The way that I view this is that it's always best to test to see what's actually happening with your microbiome. There right. is such a thing as having too much good bacteria in your gut. Yeah, I feel like okay. I've heard that before. So how do you know if you've got uh, good bacteria? Is it just through the testing or does your body tell you something? Yeah, it's through the GI stool map. Right. Okay. <laughs> So that's, that's how we identify that. But I will say this, the majority of North Americans do not have too much good bacteria. Oh, interesting. And why is that for anyone that's not aware? <laughs> Probably the stress levels that we're yeah. exposing ourselves to and the toxins <laughs> that we breathe in and use on our bodies and the foods <laughs> that we eat. It's probably all of those things where yeah. I honestly think a lot of us are walking around with a big leaky gut. Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> causing a lot of problems. Um, but you know, that that's like a blanket statement that I'm making. Not everyone has a leaky gut, but I just say that the majority of people with symptoms probably do. Okay. I love so, that. 
What about me? I, I'm a California girl. I feel like we're very, well, I'm obviously not a California girl. I am because I'm based here, but I'm not originally. Um, but Californians, I feel like we're very much so into the gut health. The, we're kind of, it's more so not thrown upon us. What? How can I say this? We're just a bit more like health and wellness conscious down here, I think. Am I right? Would you say so? I think so. I mean, I have worked with many Californians um, and I do feel like, you know, you you have the solid foundations down pat, like you understand like, okay, gluten does harm hormones, like it does impact the gut and it does impact the thyroid, like you guys just get it. With On every people. menu in cafe bars and stuff, it says gluten-free, gluten-free right. <laughs> everywhere. Yeah, for sure. So I think you guys do get it. And I do think that... Um, it's more than just a trend. Like I feel like it's a lot of times people say like, oh, is gluten-free just a trend? I don't think it's a trend. I think it's here to stay. I think that there is a lot of evidence to show that there's just, we just overconsume gluten in general. And um, sorry, I'm like. Yeah, you've got so much. I'm asking you so many things and like you can, you can delve so deep into this topic though, can't you? But what I really like is that you're really making people more aware of how important gut health hormone balancing is because it isn't just a take this pill and you're good. It's, it's a number of things to help you get your body and everyone individually is so different that it's everyone needs to kind of like balance themselves. So obviously you've gone through this whole process to get to where you are today. Let's talk about your lifestyle. What kind of are non-negotiables for you? What do you need in your lifestyle to make sure that your hormones are balanced, your stress levels are at a certain way and everything to make sure that you're feeling absolutely tipped up? For sure. So I think number one is having solid boundaries, especially as a business owner, whether you're a business owner or you're not, everyone needs boundaries. But I just find that business owners have a harder time actually sticking to boundaries because there's always things to do, right? Oh, there's Um, always things to do. If you could see my to-do list today, you'd probably (laughs) fall over. (laughs) (laughs) But in general, I think having those boundaries and just being very strict with myself. So for instance, like in the mornings when I wake up, I don't look at my phone first thing in the morning. I don't want to scroll on Instagram, check my DMs, check emails. I do not recommend that because you don't want to put your body into this like, panic mode or start running on like stress hormones. You don't want that. You actually want to wake up and you want to give yourself at least 10 minutes in the morning to yourself, whether, you know, just enjoy your lemon water with Celtic sea salts. Like that's literally Celtic sea salts. I like this. Yeah. I should be putting Celtic sea salts in my water. Celtic sea salt is great. It's so it's like a great way to rehydrate and remineralize the body. See, guys, listeners, I told you we'd be educated. I'm writing this down and this is going in my water. Celtic sea salts. <laughs> so just, just a, just a, just a little. little bit. Okay, got that. Okay, yeah. so we start there. No phones, which yeah. I need to do a better job. I try to do this, but it doesn't happen. I need to be honest. Yeah, so just put your, I put my phone, I do not leave it in my room and I put it in my office and I don't step foot into my office until I'm ready to work. Because to me, my phone is not really like a personal thing. It's more of like a business thing. True. Very true. Okay. So we've got that going. What else are non-negotiables? So then I love to do a gratitude practice. And I will admit, I used to be a lot better at it where I'd actually sit down and journal. So the journaling happens maybe like once a week now. It used to be every day, but you know, I still 
will just be grateful for at least three things every single day. And I'll say it out loud because I do feel that um, having a gratitude practice just really attracts more good into your life. And I'm just all about those feel good vibes. I can Um, feel that. I definitely can feel that. So yes. Okay. We need to be doing more gratitude stuff and more journaling. And I, I find it really hard. I try and I just, again, I don't think I keep my rhythm with those things. Again, I'm so focused on helping everyone else do their workouts. I forget about my mornings. I very rarely have a morning to myself. So, okay, we need to make sure we're doing more of that. More of that. And then, so I have a German Shepherd puppy. Well, he's not really a puppy anymore. He's two years old, but I take Oh, they're always, they're always puppies. (laughs) My little babe. But so we go for about anywhere from 45 minutes to an hour walk. So I love movement in the morning. You know, they say like, you want to get things moving in the body, you got to move the body. So I love the walk just really fits into my lifestyle because I have him and I want him to get his morning exercise. Um, But then after that, like I'll either do yoga or Pilates. So I love Pilates on the reformer. I also love yoga. Um, just in the morning, I just feel like it's a great way to like wake up the body, stretch this kind of stuff. So how, also- how long a workouts are you doing? And are you going to a studio or are you doing anything virtually? Yeah. So I actually do a mix of both. So for the Pilates reformer, I go into a studio, um, for yoga practice, I go into a studio about twice a week, sometimes three times a week, but other than that, usually at home, just because it fits my schedule a little bit better. Um, and it can range anywhere from 10 minutes to an hour. It really depends on that day. And I'm not hard on myself. And I feel like a lot of women are very hard where they think, oh, a workout has to be a solid hour. It does not have to be an hour. I've had workouts that have like kicked my butt in 20 minutes and I've done workouts where they've been an hour and a half and I'm like, I barely broke a sweat, right? So yeah, it, it's it's such a thing. People do think I've got to do that hour and I've got to do it a million times a week. No, you're best, more better doing. And I was talking about this on Instagram the other day. It's more important to do like, I think like that 18, 19, 20 minute is like the sweet spot and do it daily. That's much more beneficial for you. And yeah, so that's good. I love that you know all of that stuff. That's great. (laughs) Absolutely. Right. And then also I say like, tune into how your body's feeling. So depending on my menstrual cycle, like some days I'll just be like, today is not a day that I want to push myself because I don't have this energy. And usually this happens around like the first week of your bleed, right. Or just like leading up to it. Your workouts, you can't expect yourself to have all this energy to exert yourself. Your energy is being redirected elsewhere. So that's another thing. Like I'm very big into tuning into what my body needs. Um, Sometimes there's days where I'm like, you know what? I just want to stretch. Other days it's like, I actually want something like higher intensity. Like let's get the heart rate going. And that usually happens around like ovulation time. Oh yes. (laughs) When those energy, that energy level is jumping out of you. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Um, So that's kind of what that looks like. And then I dive into work at the office. So I'll check emails, I'll get my content for the day. Um, What else? I'll check DMs, I'll check in with clients, do some other things like so, you know, it really varies. Like I also have students because I also certify coaches in holistic hormone coaching. So I see my students twice a week. Um, I support coaches like Monday through Thursday. And then And then I always make sure to have lunch. I forgot breakfast, but I always have breakfast. It (laughs) happens after the workout usually or right before um, or after the walk and before the workout or sometimes, you know, whatever one comes first. Such a routine. I love this. I love routine. So yeah, this is great. 
Uh, I'm just like running you through my entire day. But basically, no, but I love that. And people need to hear it as well. And even when you said the things like, you know, you'll go into your office and you'll do your work, you'll check your emails, you'll do your content. And I think some people don't always understand as a business owner, content for social media platforms nowadays is very important. It is, I say it a lot, but it's a business card and content doesn't take two seconds to do. I don't know about you, but I can take hours sometimes, you know, whether it's working for a brand or doing stuff for myself to try and, you know, promote my platform and all of that. It takes a while, doesn't it? So I'm so glad you've like scheduled that into your day because people just think you prop your phone up and you're good, but not at all. It's, it takes a lot, doesn't it? There's a lot of behind the scenes stuff that has to happen. Like, especially if you're like in the middle of a launch or you're starting a launch or you're launching a brand new program, right? Like you need to warm up your audience. You need to Uh tell like in a way that they will understand because, you know, like I understand the benefits of like optimizing your gut health, but someone might think like, I just want to fit into those genes. Like what does gut health have to do with it? (laughs) Yeah. Oh yeah. Fitting into the genes. I saw that's definitely something that I know a lot of women. Well, I saw, I also hear people are always like, I want to get into those genes. What, what do you think that is all about? Because I understand that the weight loss world is a a very big platform. People always want to get into the genes, whether they've had a baby and they want to get back in those genes. I like, I do like to encourage, especially like my new moms. I always say, look, let's not focus on those, you know, genes from before. Let's like fit to your current size and let's do the baby steps into getting back to the previous style genes. What are your thoughts on that? Or is it more so like the target is to get back into those genes? I feel like my mindset's a little different. (laughs) I love your approach. So I, even though I help a lot of women with releasing weight is what I call it, because it's not actual like fat that's on their body. It's like inflammatory and stress weight and it's hormonal weight, right? Yeah. Um, I always say like, let's focus on those hidden stressors, the things that are causing that weight to stay stuck. So we, in my, in my world, we don't weigh ourselves. We don't, take before or after photos, nothing like that. I do not tell clients if they want to do it, they can do it. But I don't say send me a before photo, send me an after photo. The goal is for us to optimize your digestion, optimize your bowel movements, optimize sleep, stress management. Let's rebalance your gut, rebalance your hormones. And by doing all of this, it's a by like it's a byproduct. Uh, like the weight loss is a byproduct of all of that. Yeah. Wow. That's great. So that's how you educate your clientele at the top of like, when they're like, I just want to lose weight. Cause I hear it all the time. I want to lose weight. I want to do this. I've got this goal. I've got a wedding to go to and all of that. I hear it all the time. That's such a stress level to me. Like that's like right high up there on the stress scale. Like that pressure, isn't it? It's so. You know what I kind of compare it to? Because I've had a lot of these conversations where women say like, I need to lose weight by X date, right? I'm getting married or I have this wedding or I have whatever. Oh, yep. (laughs) I always say to them, have you ever watched a pot boil? And they say, what do you mean? Have you ever watched water in a pot boil? And they say, well, yeah. And I'm like, and doesn't it take longer for the water to boil? Always. It's like when you watch it, it doesn't really come to a boil. It's when you turn around, it's when it's overflowing. Oh, yeah. Loss is the exact same way. Yeah. Right? The more you hyper focus on it, the more stressed out you'll be, the more water you'll retain, the weight won't really come off because that's all you're focused on. But the moment you start actually focusing on, I want to feel good in my body and not 
Like who cares what the number is on the scale? Who cares what your size, pant size is? None of that stuff really matters. It's like, how do you feel? Do you have the energy to get up and get out of bed and actually live your life and feel light and energized? Like that's what matters, whether you're a medium or a large or an XL. And can I just say everything nowadays is so you can't even keep track of that because I don't know what's going on in the clothing world, but I have one size in one brand, one complete different size in another. It's all like an emotional roller coaster. So that's (laughs) enough to send anyone off on a bit of a tangent with their, uh, you know, dress size. Um, What I do love, though, you mentioned that you don't um, ask your clients or you don't request, sorry, um, before and after pictures, which I'm exactly the same. I've never been somebody when I've trained, when I'm training with someone, I'm not about, this is what we look like now. This is what we look like three months later. I'm like such a feelings girl. I don't know if that makes sense, but I like to get on what I'm feeling. Like if I, if I just feel good energy levels, stress levels, I've worked out and I just feel good. Like that's the main thing, isn't it? Right. So I really like where you've gone with that. You don't as well do the whole before and after pictures, but a lot of people do feel the pressure to do that. I think. I think so too. And I think it's because of the weight loss industry and and diet culture in general. It's like, how slim can you get? And, you know, people are obsessed with seeing like someone go from a certain size and all of a sudden like shrink over time as if it happens overnight. Um, And I, I don't think it's healthy because I think it puts a lot of pressure onto women that maybe can't necessarily have that transformation in three months because there's underlying reasons for that. Yeah, absolutely. And going back to like when you're working with clients, do you often though see such different timeframes? Like you have some clients that kind of you get everything put into plan and into order and find out what's actually going on quickly. And then you start to see those changes pretty quickly. And then I'm sure you have clients that it can take more months. It, you know, it's it's not like a set time frame. Is that right? Absolutely. And that's because we're all biochemically unique. Oh, explain that more because some people might not understand what biochemically means. What that means is on like a deeper level, like a, we're talking chemistry, right? So like we all have DNA. So on that DNA level, in terms of our hormones and our cells, we're all very different. None of us are the same. We might look alike, but we are so different. And so if you're following a plan, Sarah, and I'm following a plan, and even though it might both be customized for us, it might, you might be able to, let's say like lose five pounds one month into following your customized protocol. Whereas with me, maybe it'll take me two or three months. And so this is why I can't compare myself to you, nor you to me, because we're just different and we're on different journeys because our bodies are different. Yeah, so true. But that's, it's sometimes they're really hard to translate to people, isn't it? Because everybody does have that, like, how come she's looking like that? And she's been doing that fitness program or something and I'm still still battling through and I've got no changes it's 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 hard to kind of accentuate that to people isn't it like we are so different whether you've got two of the same size people we are all so different so do you have any kind of moments with some clients that are kind of questioning their journey or do you kind of like guide them and they're all kind of trusting of you have you ever had any like tricky sticky moments I mean, I've definitely had some clients in the past where I've thought to myself, like, oh my gosh, why are things not moving? Right. But yeah, that, I get that with my clients too, for sure. Right. But then I learned that that's me putting pressure on my own client to get results. And you, as much as I tell them 
to release that pressure on themselves. I also have to let go of that pressure that I have as a coach so that I can better steer them. So I always come back down to like the foundational things that matter with clients. And oftentimes when clients are struggling to release weight, like let's say, so for instance, the balanced body method, it's a three month program. If after three months, someone isn't seeing as much progress as we had hoped, then I know there's something deeper that's going on. And we need to, they're, you know, not to say that they're not following the protocol, but there's probably those hidden stressors that are still there. So maybe they're not digesting food really well, or maybe they're not having daily bowel movements and we need to support their liver a little bit more. We need to figure out something in their diet, or maybe they're There's a food that they're eating, and even though it's a healthy food, it's actually promoting inflammation in them because they're still dealing with a leaky gut. So it's just about like revisiting the methodology that I use and making sure that we're actually like ticking off the boxes and not just clients saying like, yes, I'm doing this, but things aren't moving for them or progressing fine tuning, isn't it? Like you said, you can be following everything that the plan offers. And that's the same, you know, when I train people and, you know, you're doing all the things that are required to get to where we're looking for. Um, But yeah, it's just those fine tuning moments. Not everything works for everyone. I like what you said about the, you know, some healthy foods actually might not be ideal for you. I feel like I, I can't think off the top of my head, but I feel like there's been something back in the day that I was eating that I thought was healthy and I can't think what it is, but it wasn't good for me. I can't remember what it is, but are there any off the top of your head, um, healthy foods that you sometimes find are a little bit actually tricky on some people? Is there anything that comes to, yeah. comes to mind? Butter. Peanut butter is a big one. Oh, interesting. Why, why is that? Cause it's you all know, often spoken about as how good it is. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know if I'd necessarily say peanut butter is good for you. I I think I have a different opinion on that. Um, oh, I like it. Let's go for it. Go into so it. <laughs> basically, the way that peanuts are processed, um, they can contain a lot of mold in them. And so if you're someone who has a gut imbalance, like let's say you have either opportunistic bacteria or candida, so we're talking like gut imbalances, it can definitely contribute to more of that in you, which is not what you want, right? Um, So that's like the one thing. But um, usually the foods that are like inflammatory for people are the foods that they eat a lot of if they have a leaky gut. Oh, interesting. Peanut butter just seems to be the thing that so many people love. And it's like an easy snack and, you know, it tastes great. Like I love peanut butter. Yeah. But it can be thrown in a smoothie very easily as well. <laughs> absolutely. So that's one. Um, I find that dairy is a very common trigger for people, even though like, you know, that cottage cheese went viral for like, I think. Yeah. What, what is all that about? The cottage cheese and it going viral. Everyone was like making a million different things with cottage cheese. Yeah. I associate it with my grandma. She used to eat cottage <laughs> cheese all the time, but it's good. High in protein. It's high right? in protein. That's why people are trying to like add more protein into their meals. So they'll add cottage cheese into their eggs. Um, but, you know, for some people that can't tolerate dairy, it's it's probably going to be a little bit inflammatory for you. And so it might cause bloating. And so at what cost are you getting more protein in your diet, right? You yeah. get to balance the blood sugar, but then you're having inflammation, which is going to affect your blood sugar anyway. So it's kind of like you really need to figure out what works best for your body And so that would be my advice. Don't just follow viral trends on TikTok, but actually figure out what's right for your body. 
Do you have, um, when you're working with your clients, do you tell them to like write down a food diary, like every single time they eat something to, so you can like see what, what's going on? Or is that not something that you, that you would advise? Yeah. That's not something that I do unless I'm trying to help them figure out what might be causing inflammation. But inside of the balanced body method, we actually, in one of the phases, we do identify unique inflammatory triggers. So we do find out like what foods work really well for you versus what are the foods that even though they're healthy, they're actually promoting inflammation in you and these symptoms that you don't want. And we temporarily remove them out of the diet, heal the gut so that when you do have them, when you reintroduce them back into your diet, they don't cause you symptoms. Right. Yeah. Gosh, it's all, it's all very science-based, isn't it? And it's also, why do we not get trained on this when we are going through our school years? This is like an area that is so important because it affects you in so many different ways if you are off balance, doesn't it? I wonder so why. Yeah, I don't know why. I, don't, I, I think it's, you know, when you learn about yourself and what your body needs and you understand how to nourish it and fuel it and you feel good, literally every single aspect of your life will change and it will improve. 100%. I'm all about that. Because yeah, everyone has their own little journey. Everyone has their own little kind of non-negotiables. I know you were going through yours and stuff, but um, it really is like, it's very interesting, but then it's like, how do we balance it all? Like, how do you balance looking after all of your business, your clients and yourself? I know you gave us your little daily routine, but it's it's a lot, isn't it, to balance everything and also bring it back to making sure you're looking after yourself. Yeah. Well, I mean, I just think about it this way. Like I am really the product of what I sell. Right. So That's if such I a good don't, way to think about it, I love. If that. I don't look after myself. Like, imagine if I didn't look good, or if I looked exhausted, I had raccoon eyes. You know, <laughs> whatever it might be. Um, like, would people take me seriously? Probably not. And like, you can't really, at least for me, like, I just I could never preach something that I don't practice myself. Yeah. Likewise, I'm so with you on that. Um, what, what do you have like in the pipeline? Where do you see you taking your, you know, your expertise and your brand? Because you obviously have a lot of that going on and very successful, as you know, I'm aware of with helping thousands of women and stuff. So, where do you? Where else could do you see something else fitting into your life, business wise? Yeah. So I definitely want to certify more holistic hormone coaches because I do realize I'm one woman. And as much as I'm like really like working on revamping offers so I can serve as many women as possible so that the offers are as economically um, priced for them as possible, I do think there just needs to be more people, especially coaches who are already in the health, wellness, fitness space educated on hormones and holistic hormone coaching so that they can serve their clients and we can just pass on all this info and everyone can just have healthy balanced hormones and ultimately like thrive in their life guys maybe i think i might be uh somebody to join you on this i feel like i definitely want to get educated more and help others because i i feel like i see from training with clients and past clients and stuff it's you know, your fitness, it's great. We get it moving, we get it rocking and rolling, but it is, I do feel a lot of the time it's internally what's going on. Like it can make the biggest difference if you are organized and 
know what's going on inside you when you're looking after everything and not just on this like up and down spiral of trying one thing and then oh up and down up and down like you've got to get in that like routine and rhythm and really work with what's good for you so I feel like this could be a really good area I'm just brainstorming here but I feel like I might be uh, behind the scenes reaching out to you here Monica I feel like we've got something good that might be happening (laughs) I love that. That's so exciting. (laughs) And because I'm like really sat on the edge of my seat and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is just like, again, a light bulb moment. I feel like this is definitely going to work part and parcel with what I do as well. Well, it does. And I always say, you know, like to everyone, diet, exercise, they're absolutely important. But sometimes if you still have symptoms after implementing them, you got to dig deeper. Yeah, there's got to be something else because everything can work, but it's just finding what does work for you. And things do work once things are balanced in the body. If they're imbalanced, it doesn't matter how clean you eat, how well you exercise, you're not going to see the progress. Oh my gosh, I love that. Gosh, I think we're going to finish on that as well because that was just like such a lovely closing line. Thank you so much for sharing your world with me today and my listeners, of course. I felt like I was doing a one-on-one session with you at one point because I'm like thinking, what questions can I ask you? What have I got problematic with me? Do I need to get my hormones rebalanced? (laughs) Although touch wood, I feel like I'm actually very balanced at the moment, which is good. I'm balancing a lot, but I'm feeling like I'm really balanced. So I might be doing something right. That's amazing. That's always the goal. Always the goal. Well, thank you so much, Monica, for joining me today. I will make sure I put all of your website where everyone can as well, because I know a lot of people will be listening today and be literally wanting to pick your brains or do the free hormone assessment, because that's a really great offering that you do to get people started. So I'll make sure I put all of that and your social media handles on today's podcast episode description. And I actually feel like you might need to get yourself ready because people are going to be reaching out to you because it's such an important subject that you, you know, share and help others with. So thank you so much. Thank you so very much, Sarah. You are so welcome. And thank you to my listeners. I hope you enjoyed today's conversation. It was very educational. I have written a number of things down in my notebook today that I also want to help and implement into my life. Thanks to Monica. And that was today's Balancing More Than Just Weight. Thank you so much. And I will chat with you all very soon. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed that. I hope you got a lot of advice there, maybe some tips and motivation and uh, anything else that you took away from it. But make sure you tune in again because there's lots more where it came from. And remember, it's all about balancing more than just weights. Chat soon. Bye. Bye.